I began thinking about how I could position myself even further away from other marketers and bring out what made me different. I went back through my LinkedIn profile, thought about all of my education, training and career experience and realised that the word strategy had been in my job title for over 20 years. In fact, I did my first work experience within the strategy department of an ad agency when I was 14, so 30 years ago. I then went on to study business, followed by a postgraduate diploma in advertising strategy. How had I not realised earlier that strategy was at the absolute core of what I do? Sometimes we can't see what's staring us in the face until we take time out to notice it. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. On today's episode, I'm discussing a topic that I often circle back to and reflect on in relation to my own business, and that is niching. I've helped clients niche and I've niched down myself a number of times over the course of my business journey so far. And I'm announcing a further development within this episode. So I have plenty to say on this topic. But before we go any further, I have an opportunity for you. And it's completely free. We've just launched a quiz, the Marketing Powerhouse Quiz. And it's for you no matter what stage of business you're at or level of marketing expertise you have. It's going to help you identify your existing skills and teach you what to focus in on in order to supercharge your business. It takes less than three minutes to complete, we've checked, and you'll be emailed a truly personalised report based on your actual answers. If you can, pause the podcast right now and take the quiz at www.nikkihutchison.com forward slash quiz. That www is vital at the beginning, otherwise the link won't work. So do that now, and then come back to the podcast. I'll be looking out for your results. Now back to today's episode. And first up, I want to remind you that what I'm sharing today is based on my own experiences and opinions. You are, of course, free to disagree with me. And you will no doubt have your own opinions based on your own experiences too. But I think it's important to realise that you don't have to offer things that don't feel right or good to you as a business owner which is one of the key things I'd love for you to take away from today's episode. When I first started my business back in 2017, the first service I offered was one-to-one coaching. Now, it's important to point out that I'm not a certified coach, so I hesitate to use that word. But I think we can agree that it's tricky to find an alternative that quite so neatly describes this type of service. I do have a strong background in qualitative research, having spent many years interviewing all sorts of people in relation to all sorts of topics, often for government campaigns such as knife crime, antisocial behaviour or hand hygiene, many years before COVID too. When interviewing research participants, it's very important not to prompt them or give them answers. It's more about drawing out their thoughts and feelings, so it definitely reminds me of a coaching approach. However, I do offer advice within my sessions. That's what my clients are paying for. So I don't class myself as a coach. But coaching is a handy word to describe that type of scenario. Okay, so now we're clear on that, or clearer at least, back to when I first offered one-to-one coaching. At first, I loved it. And I want to be completely transparent around pricing as well, just in case that helps you. I charged £1,800 for a six-month coaching package which I'm pretty sure from memory included two two two-hour calls per month. 
In fact, this was pre-COVID, so I was meeting people in person. And those two-hour meetings usually ran over to, I wasn't that great with boundaries. And in between, we communicated via email. It was a big investment of time. Once you include travel, teas and coffees at every meeting, time spent answering questions between meetings. Sometimes I even supported clients by fixing things on their social media at no extra cost. In short, I didn't value my own time. And that's pretty normal when you're first starting out. But using up all of that time per person meant that I quickly ran out of time. I was also doing contract work within a big ad agency every week. And I was still running my first business at the time too. It was a lot. And it was tough. Sometimes I would go for in-person meetings with potential clients. I'd get there and they would tell me they were meeting two or three other coaches. And of course, sometimes they would end up going with someone else. And I would have spent a whole load of time prepping, traveling to meet them and ending up feeling disappointed and despondent. I realized that I needed to make sure I wasn't competing against coaches and instead needed to bring out my marketing expertise within my branding and messaging. So I rebranded in 2019 and after that I began distancing myself from the business coach niche and positioned myself as a marketing expert. I still refer to myself as that sometimes but since then with the growth of online business in general and more of us spending more of our time online, there has been growth in the number of people calling themselves marketing experts too. Over the Christmas break is often when I have time to do some of my best thinking for my own business because it's one of the only times of the year when we actually get a break as business owners. Over Christmas in 2022, I began thinking about how I could position myself even further away from other marketers and bring out what made me different. I went back through my LinkedIn profile, thought about all of my education, training and career experience and realised that the word strategy had been in my job title for over 20 years. In fact, I did my first work experience within the strategy department of an ad agency when I was 14, so 30 years ago. I then went on to study business, followed by a postgraduate diploma in advertising strategy. How had I not realised earlier that strategy was at the absolute core of what I do. Sometimes we can't see what's staring us in the face until we take time out to notice it. Nowadays, I get emails from clients and potential clients outlining why they need my support with their strategy and often saying things like, I know strategy is one of your favourite topics or I think strategy is the missing piece and I know you're the person to help me fix it. In short, I've niched and my audience has noticed. And yet, both as an agency and a digital trainer, I've still kept things broad in terms of the type of clients I serve. I've niched in terms of my services, but not in terms of my audience. Until now. After reflecting on the types of clients that we A, love to work with in the business, B, get the best results for, and C, feel 100% confident discussing strategy with, we've decided to focus on coaches, consultants, and service providers going forward. This doesn't mean that as a business, we can't help product-based businesses. It simply means that we won't be targeting them with our marketing messages or services. And you're the first to hear. If you're a product-based business listening to this, then of course, you are still more than welcome to remain a listener. So much of what we cover 
on the podcast is relevant to all small business owners. But if you're a service-based business owner, a coach or a consultant, then it's time to get excited because I'm going to be niching down, see what I did there, on my content and offers to make them even more helpful for you. This change has come from spending time reflecting. Again, a recurring theme. It's so vital to make time and space to work on your business, not just in it. Reflecting on who we've worked with over recent years, both on the training side and the agency side, and really thinking about which projects we've enjoyed the most, which have felt easy and not stressful, and the results we've contributed to. All of these things have led to this decision. I want you to know that if you're listening to this and thinking, I'm not getting enough clients, I can't afford to niche down any further, then I completely get it. I really do. It can at times feel necessary to stay broad to try and attract anyone and everyone who's out there. But trust me, it's counterintuitive. It's going to become a whole lot easier once you get really clear on exactly what it is that you do best and who you can help the most. Then it becomes easier to speak to them and to attract them. If you're still not convinced, then imagine these scenarios. You need help with SEO. Do you reach out to a marketing generalist or an SEO specialist? You're having issues with your website. Do you reach out to an IT expert or a website specialist? You need help to create better reels. Do you reach out to a videographer or a reels specialist? I'm sure, like me, you would choose the specialist every time. It makes logical sense, doesn't it? Now, apply that same thinking to your business and have a think about whether it might be time to niche there too. Now remember, if you haven't already, then head over now to take my brand new quiz and discover your marketing superpowers and how you can apply them to your business. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back next week, this time with a longer guest episode. I'll be catching up with graphic designer and fellow Adobe Express Global Ambassador, Liz Mosley. We'll be discussing a very particular challenge that she set herself, how to get to 100 rejections. Yes, you heard that right. Join us next week to learn more about Liz's challenge, how it's going and what it's taught her about business success. I'd love to see you back here then. I wish you a great week and I'll see you next Friday. Until then, take care and keep marketing.